You are listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. And welcome to the Sonic Society, the world's largest showcase of modern audio theater. This week is episode 642. I'm Jack Ward, trying to enjoy my comfy social distancing space here at the Mutual Building, while my co-host, David Alt, is in far distant, merry old England. How's your week been, David? It has been perfectly merry and perfectly old and still socially distanced. (laughs) (laughs) Still socially distanced. (laughs) Are you happening to get a lot of your audiobooks done, I assume? Yes, yes. It's uh, the fact that I, all all of my other work has been um, just switched off for three months, Mm -hmm. essentially, with the schools closing. Uh, It means I have a lot more time to do both things around the house and uh, audiobook work. I've been doing a lot of things around the house, too. Sort of fixing up the odd thing here and there, I suppose. Those are some of the benefits. Going through those little jobs that you've sort of been putting off for a long time? That's right. That's right. So (laughs) hopefully we could put them off for a long time again. Yes. Uh, I just wanted to take a quick moment to uh, point out the obvious because of everything that's been happening. Uh, I've been holding off because I wanted to get all the papers signed. But the truth of the matter is, is that everybody would expect that MadCon, the modern audio drama convention, has been postponed. So the good news is, is it's not canceled outright, but uh, we were contacted by Dalhousie and we were hoping that they would give us an opportunity. And sure enough, they found us a time almost exactly a year later. So in 2021, we will come together for MadCon. So it may be put off, it's not put away. So we're very excited about being able, so far the people I've contacted who have bought the tickets, they are still all in for next year too. So that's Mm -hmm. really exciting for us to know. And also it's been good because some people who couldn't come this year because they weren't able to save enough to be able to come have that extra year to be able to do that. Now they know like it's, yeah, it's definitely on. So Mm -hmm. we're, we're hoping for a quick end to the COVID crisis and the beginning of reinvigorating the, the markets so that people can get back to work and feel comfortable enough that they'll be able to make it to MadCon in 2021. And I, I know you're still excited to go. Absolutely, yes. You, you, you'll I'm... not keep me away from Nova Scotia for that long. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and I'm so thrilled to have you as a guest. It'll be exciting. So we'll, we'll talk more about that as, as time goes by. We're uh, probably going to just let things settle, obviously, for mm-hmm. the next couple of months because more important things have taken uh, shape and we'll hope that everybody is safe and uh, we get all through this together. Yes, for sure. absolutely. Well, we this week we have Codename Blank in a world filled with talking animals, cartoony villains, and crime. Two detectives must solve the crimes no one else can. Detective Howard Blank is trying to solve the mystery of his past and his partner, Johnny Taco the Dinosaur, is the only one who can put up with him long enough to save the day. It's an espionage comedy series in the vein of Who Framed Roger Rabbit from Brandon Greer, and it all begins right here. On the Sonic Society. My name is Howard Blank, 
I was just an average Joe until I was shot in the head. The bullet lodged in my brain, inflicting me with amnesia. Now I'm a detective for Global Police Incorporated, a top secret agency dedicated to protecting the world from evil. Together with my partner, Johnny Taco, I'm looking for a missing person. The man I once was. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. I am Lucien Noir, head purveyor and curator of ancient Egyptian artifacts. On behalf of the Louvre, the Grizzly Foundation, and several of your more generous donations, I wish to present a historical find from mythical ancient Egypt, the tomb of the lost pharaoh Smenkare. Inside the tomb, we found half a dozen mummified corpses, and perhaps proof that Smenkare may have been a woman known by another name, Nefertiti. Of course, that gets into many archaeological arguments we shall not discuss now. <laughs> but please, feel free to wander around our exhibit. We have tried to recreate the atmosphere of the tomb. Let us only hope that we shall not receive the curse of Smenkare's mummy. Johnny, as far as I'm concerned, the only good mummy is a dead mummy. Mummies are dead, Mr. Blank. That's literally the point of a mummy. That's where you're wrong, Johnny. It was part of a newsreel I saw. A mummy came back to life and spread a curse on the people who dug him up. Makes me sick just thinking about it. That newsreel wasn't The Mummy, starring Boris Karloff, was it? It could have been a documentary. Documentaries aren't on a double bill with Creature from the Black Lagoon. Gentlemen, may I help you? Lucien Noir, a moment of your time, please. But, of course. We're from GPI, Global Police Incorporated. Is it part of GPI's policies to employ such deformed individuals? I'm a dinosaur, sir. My apologies. I've never been in the presence of a... <sighs> Tacosaurus. Our species was discovered by a 12-year-old. You don't mind if I ask a few questions? It is not every day a man meets a dinosaur. Sure. Do you have feathers? No more questions. We're here to inform you that this exhibit is built on the bones of dead men. Yes, it's a tomb. What we were trying to say is that this exhibit is connected to a murder in Cairo. Wouldn't that be the concern of the authorities there? We're GPI. We concern ourselves with everything. A Janan Tafik was found dead in the Valley of the Kings. Our eyewitnesses say that there was no one in that area but your dick team. You should be talking to them. We would, but they're dead too. Found just an hour ago in an apartment in Montmartre. Note at the scene said it was a ritual suicide. Hobbies are better with friends, no? Do get yourself some drinks, detectives. And be sure to explore the crypt. Just be wary of any mummy's curses. How can someone be so nonchalant about being a person of interest? Mr. Noir knows more than he lets on. Do you suspect him, Mr. Blank? Let's just say I wouldn't toss him a nickel if he opened a bank. So you suspect yeah, him? Yeah, I, I suspect Excuse me, madame. I need to see your invitation, please. Oh, 
Oh, uh, I'm afraid I don't have an invitation. Well, then this part of the Louvre is closed for a private event. Au revoir. I wasn't aware that this was a private event. Uh, oui, it is. Au revoir. Au revoir. Indeed. <laughs> Why do you keep talking like that? Tisk tisk. You should have eaten far less crepes, monsieur. I'll look like a fool in your clothes. <laughs> this is Aida. We're all in position for phase two. Excellent. Paris shall not soon forget the name of Aida San Antonio. <laughs> Is it that table over there? No, I said nothing brown. Is it that wooden engraving? That's brown. It's not that man's pants, is it? Stop! You're only naming brown things! Did you hear something? The mummies! They're emerging from the tomb! Please, everyone, remain calm. There must be a logical explanation for this. That mummy has a machine gun! Everyone duck! Find cover! Mr. Blank, get behind the table! If I die, I'm gonna take a few of these Egyptian zombies with me. Huh. Thought I put more bullets in this. Oh my god, just get behind the table! Look, Johnny, the mummies are making an escape. We better catch up with them. What are you kidding? All we've got between us is an empty pistol and a tray of hors d'oeuvres! Right. Take that, you milksops! Please, don't throw the gun at them, too. going on in there? The mummies are alive! Repeat, the mummies have come to life! Ah, there goes phase two. And I spent 20 minutes getting into this stupid guard's clothes. Did you stuff a pillow into that shirt? Ignore my shirt. We're going to plan B. Call the helicopters. We're going for a direct assault. Are they gone? Nobody seems to be getting shot anymore, do they? My god! We have played in things beyond our ken, and now the Louvre shall suffer for it. Well, that's what happens when you play god with Egyptian gods. We are now subject to the curse of Smenkare. I doubt it, unless Smenkare was buried with 20th century machine guns. No, she was not. But that was what my dig team was supplied with in case of any obstacles. Don't worry, Mr. Noir. Johnny and I are on the case. We won't rest until this mystery of the machine-gunning mummies has been solved. You will do no such thing! My job is on the line as it is, and I do not need GPI detectives swarming around my museum, breaking my precious antiquities. So he's suspect number one. I've never seen anyone guiltier. So, we've got a mystery on our hands. What do we need to do now? Who are you talking to? It's this kid. I... I hear this voice sometimes, and sometimes it tells me to do things. Open the floodgates, Howard. Open the floodgates, and the memories will come back. 
stupid mummies. Ruining my plans. Ruining everything. Now I have to spoil the helicopters. Johnny, it's not nearly as creepy as it sounds. Adults can have imaginary friends, Holy too. crap, Mr. Blank. Aida San Antonio. Howard Blank and his wretched little sidekick. Partner. You should have knocked. I might not have been decent. <laughs> A lady like you is never decent. I missed our witty repartee. Gumshoe. Not as much as I missed your stupid poo-poo face. You're out of luck, San Antonio. Mr. Blank's got six bullets with your name on him. No, I don't. I shot them at the mummies. Yeah, but she didn't know that. Some other time. Mwah! Goodbye, gumshoes. I'll send me those bullets. They would make a lovely necklace. <laughs> we fight evil every day, Johnny. And somehow they're still cooler than us. Yeah. Miss San Antonio, does this mean we're not assaulting the Louvre? This changes nothing. Double back, circle around, and then we'll meet at the rendezvous point. As long as we keep those two gumshoes off our backs, there's a chance we can succeed. Did we really have to break into Mr. Nora's office? Sometimes you have to break a few eggs to make lemonade, Johnny. But did you really have to break down the door? I have lockpicks. My shoulder had an ache for justice, and the only cure was smashing down an evildoer's door. Alleged evildoer. Alleged evildoer. That's weird. This is a photo of the dig team in Cairo, but none of them match the corpses we found in the apartment. Maybe it's another dig. It could be. But this photo says it was taken two months ago, and the background looks just like pictures we have of the original site. Look, Johnny, a trash can. One can only guess what it could contain. Trash? First rule of detective work, Johnny. The best evidence is always what the criminal throws away. All right, we have a banana peel, coffee grounds, a, a crumbled candy wrapper. Ooh, that'll put him away. Aha! Torn strips of paper. Fortunately, that dastardly Mr. Noir tore them in long strips. We may still assemble them. Quickly, Johnny, the tape! My God, this is a glimpse into the secrets of Lucien Noir. This may be the evidence we can use to solve his crime. Alleged. Alleged crime! We hold in our hands the most important piece of evidence we've ever seen in our whole careers. Read it, Johnny. Read it! <clears throat> this is an invoice regarding payment for services rendered to the recipient company and all therewith. Maybe there's a matchbook or something. What was that? It was coming from over there. That janitor's closet from across the hall. Look, Mr. Blank, the floor! Yes, Johnny, they sure buff them well. No, gauze! I think it's pronounced wax, Johnny. No, there's gauze on the floor. Leading up to this closet. Stand back, Johnny, I'm about to break this door open like an October turkey on Christmas Day. Wait! The door's unlocked. Don't worry, GPI is here to help- uh, Oh my god, why are you all naked? Um, the mummies stole our clothes? Mummies stole their clothes, sure. And I guess I was born in that janitor's closet an hour ago, too. Wait, didn't they look familiar? Trust me, Johnny, I may experiment a little, but never with that many. No, the picture of the other dig team, see? I don't see it. Look at their faces this time. Oh, 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 oh. We've reached the rendezvous point, ma'am. Good. Gather to me. 
My agents of Puke! Wait, our name is Puke? It stands for Professional Undercover Kleptomaniacs for Enterprise. But Puke? Why not call it the Professional Organization for Kleptomaniacs of Enterprise? Because then we would be Poke. And that would just be silly. Uh, whatever. We have a score of helicopters at our disposal. We number in the hundreds. The Louvre is as good as ours. So much for stealth. Lower the hooks. Get your shovels ready. Tonight, we steal the Louvre. Wait, did I hear that right? You want to steal the Louvre. Yes! You want to steal the entire museum? Yes. It will be the most heinous crime ever committed. But it's an entire building. That's... that's just physically impossible. Impossible? I once stole the Statue of Liberty with only one helicopter and ten gallons of rocket fuel. I've seen a magician make the Statue of Liberty disappear without any of that. This is insane. No. This is puke. Give me that megaphone. Guys... She wants to steal the actual building, like the entire museum. Not again. I thought she went to rehab for this. I'm supposed to be a sponsor. Yeah, we could just steal Nike or the Venus de Milo. But no, someone's got to be the master thief. Wait, everyone, please. If we steal the Louvre, we get everything inside it as well. Yeah until we drop it on the Eiffel Tower. Or the police shoot down our slow-moving helicopters carrying hundreds of tons of metal. Wait, where are you all going? I have so much planned. They'll have to follow cryptic clues to get their museum back. It will be an educational adventure for all of us. Get out of my helicopter. So the mummies are nowhere to be found? They must have turned to dust in the light of the full moon. If they really were mummies at all. If they really were mummies? Mummies don't just come back to life. There's something here and I just can't put my finger on it. And what exactly does that mean? I... I... I don't know yet. I'm glad the elusive and secretive GPI could come to tell me they don't know how to solve this mystery. This is a disaster, and you two have been no help at all. Now goodbye, while I clean up this mess. What a jerk. Forget it, Johnny. It was a weird case. What do mummies need clothes for anyway? Yeah. Wait. Oh my god, you're a genius, Mr. Blank, and I'm an idiot! I know it. Mr. Noir, could you come back here, please? I'm a very busy man, detective. Can you make it quick? Oh, sure. Just one more question. What is it? Those people in the closet? That was the second dig team, wasn't it? What are you talking about? Correction, it was actually the first dig team. Of course! Those mummies weren't mummies, they were the people in the closet! That's why we found all that gauze everywhere. But how did they get in the tomb in the first place? Simple. Just look at this invoice. But it's boring. Yes, until you get to this date. 
This is dated two months before the dig. He paid another dig team, the dig team from the photograph, to go to the site, get everything of value, ship it to him, then disguise themselves as mummies and wait to be brought back to Paris. Janan Tafik must have found them while they were hiding in the tomb. But if the dig team is the mummies, then where are the actual mummies? Maybe that's a good question for... Hey, where'd he go? He must have run off while we were summarizing the case. This happens every time! Stupid agents of puke. Have to steal the Mona Lisa again? Stupid helicopters. It's Aida San Antonio! Again! No! I'm not leaving here empty-handed! You'll never catch me! Johnny, you go after Noir! I'll take San Antonio. Got it. Come on, San Antonio. Stop running so fast. <laughs> I thought part of the fun was the chase. I'm a smoker. <coughs> My lungs can only take so much. <laughs> Those things will kill you, Gumshoe. And what about you? Uh, will you kill me? <laughs> I'm not that kind of girl. You'd have to buy me dinner first. <laughs> now... <laughs> Stay down. Ah! Nothing is going right today! I caught you fair and square. Don't turn on the waterworks now. I just thought that this would turn out different. It was the heist of the century. It was the most amazing thing I'd ever done. And it all failed, because my henchmen weren't loyal enough to see the big picture. Can't always blame the employees when a business fails. Often it's the fault... Of the management. Howard, do you think I'm a failure? Yes. The tomb exhibit. Really? Seems you've got a thing for hiding among the dead. <laughs> You'll want to talk, detective. You will soon be joining them. I've already radioed for backup. I've got hundreds of GPI detectives on their way here. All I have to do is cue you and sneak away. You're at a loss, detective. I know this place like I know my own home. Then let me do some redecorating! Stop! Putting this exhibit together took me weeks! Then you should have expected more from GPI than to scare us off with fake stories like mummies and ghosts. Do turn around, detective. I want to see the look on your face when you die. Nothing can save you now. It is I, the spirit of Schminkare. Finally, I am freed from the jar that has trapped me for thousands of years. What? You. M me? How dare you say that I am Nefertiti? I could never align myself with that total hag. For that, you will pay the ultimate price. What? Oh no. My, f my face! It's melting! Oh my god! Somebody help me! Johnny, what is going on in here? Don't look, Mr. Blank. Keep your eyes shut! Okay, one ultimate price paid. Can either of you now tell me where to get a good cup of wine? I've been imprisoned for thousands of years. I need to get wasted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, be dumbfounded. I'm so unusual to look at. Compared to the giant smoking fatso in the hat and the freaking dinosaur? Whatever. I'm out. No prison can hold me, Blank. I'll be back. And this time, 
It'll be your house I'm stealing. <laughs> Just make sure you use the downstairs bath. I need to clean the upstairs one. So it seems like the first dig team actually failed. When they got to the tomb, they ended up sealing themselves inside. Ah, and when the second dig team showed up, they had to hide inside the sarcophagi in order to not be discovered. But Lucian wanted no loose ends, so he killed them all anyway. So, uh, what happened to the mummies? Oh yeah, that. The other dig team ate them. I guess the mum was the word. Ugh, I need a new partner. <laughs> this has been Codename Blank, Episode 1, Fingence from the Mummy's Tomb. Starring in alphabetical order, Ty Anderson, Abraham Ayala, Bonnie Bogovich, Rachel Boyd, Brandon Greer, Josh Lake, Mai Lee, Jeff Novaez. Edited by Rachel Boyd. Written and directed by Brandon Greer. This episode is the intellectual property of the Cryptic 27 Studios. All elements of this episode are copyrighted 2019. Howard and Johnny will return in Russia Needs Women. I heard about a Soviet that wanted to go speed dating. I guess he was really Russian. <laughs> My name is Howard Blank. I was just an average Joe until I was shot in the head. The bullet lodged in my brain, inflicting me with amnesia. Now I'm a detective for Global Police Incorporated, a top secret agency dedicated to protecting the world from evil. Together with my partner, Johnny Taco, I'm looking for a missing person. The man I once was. Grant Grizzly Productions presents another episode of the Aussie Possum Club. Oh boy, are you ready, Possum Posse? I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, they did live shows of that all the time when I was a kid. They only show reruns because Ozzy got hooked on drugs or something. No, this box thing. It's like a movie screen in the comfort of your own home. I'm drawn to it like a goddess's bosom. That bullet's not still in your head, is it? Yes. Why you ask? Just wondering. Enjoying the television, gentlemen. Oh, Miss Tullernickel. Yes, we love the boob. I mean the boob tube. That's what they call TVs. Boobs. I mean boob tubes. Oh, I'm the boob. Good morning, Johnny. And Howard. Looking strapping and rugged, as usual. And that's a beautiful dress, Miss Tullernickel. I'd like to see it off you. So I can feel the material. Why not feel it right now? It's that newfangled polyester. When will man learn not to play God with fabrics? Um, I, I wouldn't be opposed to... If you really wanted me to touch the dress, I, I, I wouldn't mind it at all. Did you say something, Johnny? Never mind. One of these days, Howard, I promise I'll take you out. I'm not a marrying man. I don't think I can be tied down. Too bad. I'm rather fond of tying men down. Detective Blank, if you're done flirting with my secretary, I'd appreciate you coming into the office. And don't forget about those errands, Miss Dollar Nickel. Duty calls, but don't leave me in a lurch, Howard. Just one small peck on the cheek. No. 
It's always see the good you dis, Mollernickel. I, I mean, it's always sud to gee you. I mean, it's always dood to me you dis, Mollernickel. I mean, oh, forget it. Welcome back to GPI headquarters, gentlemen. I trust your accommodations in Paris were appropriate. We just share a bed. And a bathtub. And I'm out of staples for my stapler. We're all suffering detectives. Now, let's get down to the business portion of this meeting. Are either of you familiar with the fair sex? I'm no maiden, if that's what you're saying. Jesus, Mr. Blank! Yes, we are all familiar with women. Well, it seems Uncle Sam has begun to strike out at the singles bar. And the lucky guy taking our ladies home? None other than the Soviets. I hate commies. Every commie in the world deserves to be seized by their means of production and kicked in the bourgeoisie. I like your spirit, Detective Blank. But we'll need more than patriotism to fight this latest epidemic. Scores of women are turning up missing, and they're showing up in Soviet Russia, where they are being put to work as scientists and engineers. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, and you better do it, is to find out what Russia is doing with our women. How is it bad that these women are getting jobs in Russia? Because they are our women, becoming foreign agents. They can't be living in Russia. They need to be here in the U.S. vacuuming my carpet. That whole should you choose to accept it thing? I choose blissful ignorance. Johnny, wait! If those two weren't my best detectives, I'd probably get new detectives. Errands, errands, errands. Oh, where, where is that list? This is just the word staples written over and over again. Excuse me, madam, but my son and I are lost, I'm afraid. How do we get to, uh, Times Square? Sorry, I'm not a map, and I don't give directions to strange people in masks. What are you waiting for, Anatoly? Grab her! I wouldn't do that unless you want a face full of hot lead. Oh no! A gun! We've bitten off more than we can chew! Curses! Foiled again! Let's just march on to jail! Silly dog, sneak attack now! <laughs> Sorry there, ma'am, but I gotta chloroform you. We gotta take you to the Russians. <laughs> what have I told you about telling the people we're kidnapping where we're taking them? Well, well, I'm sorry, boss. Take her to the car, and let's hope there are no further complications. You milksops. Drop Miss Dollar Nickel now or I fire. Crap! I jinxed it! Quick, Anatoly, the smoke bomb! Yes, boss. <laughs> 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 I'll kill you, you common swine! When you go to Russian hell, tell them American Howard Blank sent you! Mr. Blank! You've been shooting a garbage can! Where did they go? They got away with Miss Dollar Nickel! Okay, I'm on the case now. Now it's become personal. That's what happens when a case comes home to roost. All right, Johnny, this is officially a crime scene. Rubbers on! Please, call them gloves. The only thing that we know for sure is that they're heading to Russia. Which means they have to have a plane. And they wouldn't be able to fly commercial, not with a captive. So, we get a list of all private aircraft that landed within a 200-mile radius. I'll get Miss Dollarnickel on... Oh. Mr. Blank, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I have a... 
I've always really liked her. Get it out, Johnny. It's good for a man to cry. How else can he test the spirit of his chloroform? They left the rag they used to drug Miss Dullinickle. Oh, oh my god. We need to get a chemical test. No need, Johnny. Different kinds of chloroform have particular scents. If I can just get a whiff... Wait, Mr. Blank! Exactly as I thought. I'll get the smelling salts. Wake up, Miss Dullinickle. Wake up and smell the borscht. What? Where am I? You are in a limousine. Heading toward a discreet location. <laughs> I apologize. The bindings are quite necessary. You surprised us with the gun, but we did not know you were a GPI operative. The GPI won't rest until I'm back and you three are all behind bars. Even now, they're probably looking at every masked Russian dwarf in their criminal database. You'll be caught within the hour. I am no Russian, and I am no dwarf. I am a separate agent altogether. I represent the Soviet Union, but I am as American as you are. You're a traitor. No, a businessman, and I guarantee I will turn you to my way of thinking in only a few short hours. But first, I hope you won't mind a blindfold. You must be used to secrecy being a GPI operative. You're not going to drug me again, are you? I hope not to have to. Silly dog! My handkerchief, please! Oh, oh, right away, boss! Now let me just... Uh, where, did, where did I put that thing? Don't tell me you dropped it! Well, hindsight is 2020, Euro. <laughs> At least we got away with the girl this time. Remember what happened in Orlando? If you weren't married to my sister, I would kill you! This handkerchief has initials on it. O.P. Has to be the name of one of the operatives. Give me more coffee, Johnny. I'm feeling my brain coming back. Weird. This handkerchief is just like the one they sell in the gift shops at Grizzly World. Isn't Grizzly World down in Florida? Hold on. This is from the production side of the company, where they film their movies and TV shows. In California, then. Not necessarily. There's been a Grizzly production studio operating here in New York for a long time. I can't remember where it is. You seem to know a lot about these kitty pictures, Johnny. Animation is an art form, Mr. Blank. So we know our next stop. To the Grizzly Store! Welcome, Miss Dominical, to my home away from home. It's hard to be impressed when wearing a blindfold. Not until I say when! Ladies, fall into position, please! What? Now, Anatoly, take off the blindfold. Oh my god. You actually did it. You kidnapped all of these women and you trained them? Yes! They shall be the second way we send a Sir Stalin! Stalin is dead. Is he? Yes, I'm incredibly certain. Fine! Whatever other crazy guy they have in charge. At ease, ladies. You brainwashed them. Trust me, we did nothing of the sort. You have us so wrong. We are not kidnappers, more forceful recruiters. If you didn't brainwash them, how did you make these women communists? Because communism is what these women need. The war has been over for a long time. Yet, during it, these women got a taste of freedom. They lived independently, 
worked alongside men. They felt equal. After we bombed Nagasaki, Rosie the Riveter had to put her biceps to work, raising babies and cleaning houses. But in Soviet Russia, the women had more of a chance. The Soviets want women to succeed as entrepreneurs, as scientists, as engineers, as mathematicians. Their developing space program needs the help. Russia needs women, Miss Dolly Little. Only because they are wasted here. But they'll be working for a government that represses free will, freedom of speech, freedom to art. Are you free, Miss Dolly Nickel? Or are you just another cog in the machine of the GPR? Tell me, what was your assignment before you became a secretary? I was a switchboard operator. Really? Because I heard that you were a bit more important than a mere telephone girl. I heard before you were assigned to chief overnight, you were a detective. How do you know this? Because GPI is as secretive as a movie trailer. You were out in the field, Dolly Nickel, protecting the world from evil. But that changed, didn't it? It wasn't because of something you did. It was because of what you are. They didn't make that decision just because I'm a woman. Then how come they reassigned you the same day Howard Blank joined the force? That information is classified. Never mind. In a few hours, you too will be ready to find freedom. Take her away, Anatoly. Please, sirs. We are just about to close. Can this wait until tomorrow? Afraid not, my underpaid friend. It's incredibly important you tell us who you sold this handkerchief to. That thing smells disgusting. Don't wave it in my face. Anything you could tell us would be helpful. It's probably not even from this store. They used to give those things out in the green room baskets at the old studio. Old studio? They shut that thing down forever ago. Corporate made some cuts to try to get some tax breaks, but they didn't work. So the studio filed for bankruptcy and closed down. That old tax scam. A way for businesses to play dead and skip on their dues. Their greedy devotion to make money makes them the true communists. Oh my god, I know where Miss Dollarnickel is. And I know who kidnapped her. What are you doing? Who gave you scissors? They were just sitting on a desk. Don't worry, I'm not going to stab you. These are kindergarten scissors. Then what are you doing? Well, I'm cutting my garter belt into thin strips so I can post a rudimentary message on the window to my rescuers. You're using your... Oh, that's awkward. I figured you would think that. That's why it'll give you momentary pause before you try to stop me. I probably should try to stop you. Go ahead. Hey! Do you know oh. chop? Oh. Uh, oh. Now, Anatoly, is it? Anatoly, these may be kindergarten scissors, but if they get stuck in your eyes, they'll hurt as much as regular scissors do. So, before you go the way of Oedipus Rex, I suggest you give me your gun, tie yourself to that chair, and let me leave. Whatever you say! Good boy. So the old studio is where the kidnappers are hiding. 
I know, it's a pretty good use of a building. I mean, not that I'd kidnap women or anything, but if I had to kidnap someone... Don't worry, Johnny. With GPI, you'll get that chance soon. If Miss Dollarnickel is inside, she's probably trying to figure out a way to communicate with us. Can you hear anything that sounds like Morse code? Afraid not. But wait, look on the window. See those thin, long strips? It's a message. Civilians in danger. Don't come in. We'll lead Perp to you. Then I guess we just... Wait. Guess so. So, uh... I spy with my little eyes. I really turn the tables on her. You're not free, Miss Dollar Nickel. It was a fantastic philosophical moment, like in a movie. Oh, yes, sirree. I almost broke into applause. <laughs> I've still got it. You know, silly dog, I know I give you trouble. But I think maybe you're my closest friend. Oh, shucks, you shouldn't have. Come and get me, you bleeders. Come on, silly dog. After her. Oh, gosh. No, I am done. We are never playing I Spy again. We have incoming. Get behind the car. It's Miss Nollardickle. I mean, Dismollernickle. I mean, crap. Dollardickle. We were making so much progress. She's with us now. Let us go and we'll only imprison you for the rest of your life. No, Detective Blank. She has begun to sympathize with us. Not sympathizing with anything. We know who you really are, Mr. Mysterious Kidnapper Guy. Or should I say... Aussie Possum. Wow, how did you know? <laughs> An inspired guest, Dollar Nickel. And here I thought my disguise was perfect. No Oscar for me, then. That's right, Aussie. We knew it was you because of the handkerchief that you left it. Detective, I have a gun trained on your forehead. This is the worst time to sum up the mystery! So why did you do it, Ozzy Possum? Why'd you turn on your public and throw your dice in with the Soviets? Two words, Howard Blank. Back taxes. I own property in Moscow. It's beautiful in the summer. To pay it off, I cut a deal with the Soviet government. And it all works out. See, Miss Dollar Nickel, I'm still a capitalist. Through and through! I suggest you let us go. You turn yourself in, and we'll put in a good word for you in court. I am not the kind of possum to lie down and play dead. Silly, let's get out of here. One smoke bomb coming right up. <laughs> a bomb! He's got a bomb! the metal bearing itself into my chest. <laughs> Don't you die on me! Don't you close your eyes! We'll get you to a hospital! You just wait! Silly! Silly! <laughs> you monsters! You shot Silly Dog! I'll kill you for this! Mark my words! This is not the last you've heard! The Fosse Possum! <laughs> 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 got away. Forget about it, Johnny. Like the game of checkers, we'll soon have the full house. You mean poker. Poker? I don't even know. No, no, no. 
If we can get Ozzy's lackey to talk, we may have a lead on where he'll go next. And what about the women they've been keeping here? A lot of them really do want to immigrate to Russia. Though something tells me the U.S. government will have a discussion on how they can serve our country while they're over there. But, boys, thank you both for saving me. Oh, it's nothing. You were practically saved yourself. We were just, uh, here for fire support. It's the thought that counts, Johnny. This is the greatest day of my life. And as for you, Howard, I can think of a few ways I can thank you. I take cash. And checks filled out to cash. And gift cards. You're a dream, Howard Blank. Never forget that. So, uh, Miss Dollarnickel, how did you know that Ozzy Possum was behind this? Simple. The old studio, his short stature, the cartoonish theatricality, and he literally employed a person named Silly Dog. It wasn't that hard. I guess we've all learned one lesson here. Kidnapping shouldn't be hurried, or else you're just... Russian. (laughs) And my day is ruined. (laughs) This has been Codename Blank, Episode 2, Russian Needs Women, starring in alphabetical order Ty Anderson, Abraham Ayala, Rachel Boyd, Brandon Greer, Josh Lake, Jeff Novaez, edited by Rachel Boyd, written and directed by Brandon Greer. This episode is the intellectual property of the Cryptic 27 Studios. All elements of this episode are copyrighted 2019. Oh, 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 that was good. Never get Howard and Johnny will return in Zhang for the Memories. Really? Who writes these things? And that's the show this Sunday and this week. Please check out the show notes for more from Codename Blank at our website at sonicsociety.org. Continue the social distancing conversations through Twitter, at AstroTour2010, that's me, or at Sonic Society, or at the Facebook groups, either the Audio Drama Radio Drama Lovers, Sonic Society, or Mutual Audio Network Fans. Until we're back with you next week, please do take care of yourself. But until then, I'm David Alt. And I'm Jack Ward. See you next Sunday, folks. The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production.